0: Guys, We will start with the broadcast section that's got no embargo, followed by an embargo section at 10.30pm tonight. No live tweeting or blogging during the broadcast section, please, and phones on silent. Michael. Thanks, Hi,
1: Ange. The team um, who's had of the please. Yeah, from the other night, I think uh, the only one that will, uh, that's missing is uh, Gio uh, Lo He got a bit of a quad strain, so we took him off at half time, So it's nothing too serious, but uh, obviously we've got the international break coming up. So, we're kind of hoping not too long after that, um, everyone else got through and is available. So, I
0: just dive straight into transfers and then I know you've got a flight.
1: Yeah, that first one was just the fuller buster one, that yeah, was yeah, just like, it, yeah, you yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> me up. Yeah, go. No, f- I was going
0: thought the yeah. then might have picked up okay, okay. Um, Johnson's clubs are still talking. I know you always said that you can't never replace Harry Kane. That's someone who's not a like-for-like, like, but exciting. You can you get a little
1: bit on that? <laughs> Not really, I mean, it, it's, again, I, I'm kind of in the position where, you know, obviously other people are in control of those matters, incomings, outgoings, and I, again, I'm not really bought into the loop until, you know, things are concluded, so for me to talk about, you know, potential players when, uh, whether that's in or out, whether when it may or may not happen, I just, you know, I just don't think it's my place to talk about it, um, you know, we're, we're obviously... Countdown clock says nine or ten hours. We'll we'll find everything out in the next sort of short period, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll
0: be outside at midnight. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do get one or two in though today, look, looking at the players who've started so well Destiny Quinemo, will you be happy, Matters Will you be happy
1: at all? Yeah. Look, uh, I mean, the, the ones we've brought in so far, you know, I think you know the evidence shows that they've all been really good contributors for us, and that's that's what you look for. So like I said, you know, that's vicario or or, or matters or mickey van Devin, uh Mano solomon and, and even sort of destiny coming back um you know coming in sort of for his first year i'm really pleased and, and that's what you're looking for because obviously it's not just about bringing players in but if bringing players in and, and they are contributing straight away it's probably a good indicator that you know the business we've done so far has been good but um yeah, again, until you get to the end of the window and you know exactly what, where it all falls and we're into the season, uh, we won't know the exact outcome uh, of everything. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: There's clearly a, a number of players who need to move out mm. as well, maybe loan or permanent. You, you know the squad you've got now. Some are turning down moves and aren't moving. Mm. If they do stay, Angela, it looks like some might. What's your plan, integrating them back into the squad? Because it is a big squad, isn't it? But what's yeah. your plans on some of those
1: players? You don't, have, don't see a future. Yeah, uh, no-one's not been integrated into the squad. There's no-one that hasn't been training with, with the team. So, you know, we, we, I'm not sort of isolating anyone at the moment. As you said, you know, players have got their own reasons for making these decisions. But ultimately, you know, come the deadline today, we're going to have to name a 25-man list and we've got more than that at the moment. So some people are going to miss out and then... You know, I guess, again, it's it's sort of up to them to sort of decide um, you know, what the next step is, but from my perspective at the moment, like I said, we haven't <coughs> excluded anyone from training. The numbers are, are manageable right now, and um, whilst they're manageable, I, you know, I don't see the need for us to do sort of anything different to what we have been doing. Hi, sir. Thanks, sir. Yep. Hi, good afternoon. There are a lot of changes expressed this
0: summer. How pleased are you with the league the players and
1: yourself were able to adapt so quickly and work so well as a collective? Yeah look I it's been encouraging and promising I guess is the is the words I kind of trying to define it as. We 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 have you know I've already said we've done a lot of changes this year you know we've changed coaching staff we've changed the way we train we've changed the way we play we've changed personnel some significant personnel you know, within that context, you know that whenever that's, there's such major change that it, it, it takes a while for, for things to really feel comfortable for everybody, you know, the, the whole club, because even me, I'm still new. So, you know, the way we all work. But So within that context, I, I've been really encouraged by what I've seen. You know, the players are really trying to play the way we want to. They're showing real character and okay, we're using the word resilience to to you know, adjust and and not let the fact that you know so many changes have happened to affect you know our performance. Our performance has been fairly consistent um, because it's very easy you know for the place to say well you know with so many changes to have excuses as to why we 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 wouldn't start well. I mean, we've had you know four official games so far and three of them have been away from home, so it's not exactly been an easy start for this group of players. So I like the fact that they've shown that character, but. I also know we've got a long way to go. We're only very much at the beginning and and we've still got plenty of challenges ahead. Despite
0: the defeat that Fulham had home boarding was Rich goal for his confidence levels and his
1: role in this team moving forward? Um, Look, I I guess because everyone talks about it and and I'm not in Richie's head and I'm not in the players' heads so I really know how they feel but I guess it stops people talking about the fact that he didn't score but... (coughs) I was happy with his contribution. You know, I already said, I thought probably the other night was probably, you know, he wasn't at the same level that he has in the other three games. But he gets a goal, so people sort of focus on the goal. But I'm still looking at, you know, contribution to the team and I still think there are areas that, you know, Richie could have, you know, needs to improve for us to, you know, keep improving as a team. But he's not the only one. All of them are in that boat. But anything that gives a player. Confidence, belief is is great you know particularly for strikers I, I get that because like i said that's what people focus on but you know i wasn't unhappy with Richie before he scored the goal what's
0: the biggest
1: threat you expect from Burnley um a couple i mean i, I really I, I love the way that you know Vincent Company went about tackling the championship it's it's a really tough league everyone knows that and i thought the way his team played and and really had a clear identity uh, I thought was outstanding and looking at their first two games that's how they're going to tackle the Premier League so you know that there's belief within that squad in the manager and and in their methods um, you know, they're a hard-working team they're a very fit side you know you look at all the sort of running measurements um, during the week and they're they're up there um, so and at home um, really good pressing team so we're going to get challenged for sure I mean playing away in Premier League is always tough anyway but it'll be a good challenge for us and and we're going to need to be at our our sort of current best, you know, the best we can be right now um, to to overcome that because, you know, they're going to work hard, they're going to press us and we're going to have to be really brave and believe in our football to get through it. Thank you. Hi,
0: how are you?
1: Good, mate. Um, It's a third away game in a row. Uh, Sorry, third away game in four. I was speaking yesterday to West Ham manager, David Moyes, who kind of questioned why away games you it's you know, so far the start of the so tough in terms of the it is, what it is yeah. I mean there's no point um, sort of I assume these things are done um, because of yeah, you know, some I don't know fancy algorithm or something you know it's, it's I assume it's a random thing or some process behind it and we got dealt what we got dealt with. At some point, I'm sure that flips and we'll obviously get the equal amount of home games. Obviously, the cup game being away sort of exacerbates that because, like I said, we've had you know, three games away from home in a week, four out of our first five. Um, and our first home game was a really good game. You want to sort of grow on that. But for a team that's in transition, there's no greater way to find or reveal character, you know, than making it tough so in many respects if we get through this spell well, it's it's good, you know, Um, I think it it helps us build some real uh, strength within the the sort of unity of the team You've been linked with several players, so you've always spoken about by Brennan Johnson, Colin Gallagher's another Lloyd Kelly is another You you sat here about a month ago when you, you first met us and you said that you love a rebuild, is this the kind of idea you had when you were set there a month ago, how Spurs would look now in terms of a rebuild. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of the process, yeah, but it's, you know, the rebuilds don't happen sort of... You know, the rebuild is a is something that happens over a, a period of time and you have to overcome certain hurdles and, you know, certain <coughs> landmarks along the way. One is change of personnel, so that's obviously something. Then change of methodology, change... There's, there's so many things that are in that. So the rebuild that I love is... One that takes time, and like I said, we're still at the beginnings of it. So where we're at at the moment is where we're at. And every every sort of team I've been at that, that has been different. There've been different challenges. You know how much the team changes in one window. How much you know the, how much of a change it's been from the previous regime. There's all these kind of other factors that go into it. But you know we're still. You know, I'm at pains to to sort of keep saying it, but we're still. At very much the infancy of what I want to try and create in terms of the, the team and the club we want to be, so that, notwithstanding that, we understand that you know we still need to perform and, and, and get results. So that, in my experience, that's what the only thing that accelerates that process is if you can get some real belief, and because with every performance, with every result, whatever resistance or barrier.
0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At Participating Restaurants, 18 Plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Yeah,
1: know um you know, met uh, and what did you think when you heard oh Bobby williams that's one of the most sort of backhanded sort of <laughs> underwhelming compliments i've ever had you've had some unbelievably fantastic managers big names successful and then there's you Ange. you know so and then and then have i ever heard of robbie williams where have i been living mate i mean seriously look I, 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 I get, look. I love Robbie Williams. I think he's, he's brilliant. He's a great entertainer. Um, I've got a. He made a song brilliant. I think it was, came off the back of one of our supporters. Uh, look, it's 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 great. Um, you know, the, the alternative is they make up songs about you that are less than complimentary. So, I'll, I'll take it for what it is. But um, yeah, thanks for that, mate. I'll, 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 just, I'll just float out of here. You know, feeling good about myself. I'll rephrase the question next. time. Uh, thank you. That's fine, mate. Thank you, Ali.
0: Successful, big <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I've spoken about having club signings that have come in, players that maybe the club really wanted, and I don't know if it's a compromise or, or they've gone for. With your system and being such specific kind of players that you need, can that happen with you? Or are they very much
1: the players that come in are people that you want Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know sort of club signings, what that means. I mean, I think I would never sort of approve a signing that I didn't think was going to fit into sort of the way we want to play and um, I I guess if it's at a younger level at an academy level of course I think then you know it is the clubs but I think when you've got a a senior manager and you, you, you appoint him and you give him the responsibility of sort of charting a course ahead you've got to give him the players that will suit the way he wants to play you know and um I think the evidence so far, like I said, with the players we've brought in is that they've all made an impact which, which shows that, you know, that the brief is there, that we're looking for players who will play the football uh, or, or fit into the system I want to play. So, you know, I think, like I said, I'm not sure, I can't refer to the past, but, you know, the only signings, like I said, that I wouldn't have a massive say over would be, you know, the signings at, at a club, at academy level or younger level where... You know, rightly so, the club, if I identify somebody who they think has real potential for the future, then they should go about doing that. What's the kind of balance, if you don't mind me asking, between the ones, a player that you will say, I really want him, and ones that maybe the scouting department come to you? Yeah, the, there's the ones I really want, and the ones the scouting department put to me that I really want. There's no differentiation, right? There's nothing, there's like, the scouting department should work hand in hand, you know and look again this is one of the things where we are very very much in the infancy of like that's that's one of the parts of that we really haven't really you know this window fair to say it's been an unusual one because of you know where the club is at the moment in terms of personnel in that area so you know moving forward though there would there would be some more clearer processes within that. But again, like I said, the evidence we have so far is the players were brought in, and you can see that, you know, that they've been aligned with, with kind of my vision for the club. A lot of players linked, especially
0: today, since it's been homegrown. How kind of, I don't want to say restricted, but how much have you got to have that in one mind the amount of foreign
1: players and homegrown? Yourself? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a balance. I think it's, it's important, because it's not just about sort of this window. It's where you're going to find yourself in the next couple of windows. There's got to be a strategy behind it. You know, you've got some under twenty one players at the moment who, you know, next couple of years will not be able to be fit under that criteria. So I'm really keen on sort of building a team here. So we don't want to see too much, you you know, as much movement as we have, say, this window in the next two or three. So to do that, you're trying to hopefully build a squad that, you know, won't require too many major adjustments. And part of that is you know, knowing that we need a sort of home-grown quota so if we can fill that in, whether that's with players coming through our own academy or, you know, uh, within the league, then I think it's important. Charlie? <coughs> to ask, uh, Fulham, it
0: was the 1st kind
1: of hiccup, I guess, after, really, after a really great start. What was your message brought into the players after that? Look, I think, um, as I, I, think I said, after the game, you know, we, the players were disappointed. You're always disappointed when, when you don't achieve... You know the outcome, and in and in a cup game, that's obviously um, means you're out of a competition. But like I said, I I really liked again their resilience. You know, uh, we we're playing away from home against a Premier League team. I obviously, made a lot of changes, which made it difficult for the group. For the group, uh, a lot of guys hadn't played significant minutes, um, which is always challenging. And I like the way they hung in there for the whole game. And we've still got to build on that. So, um, but. Ultimately, you know, we, they were disappointed, which you which you want, but also understanding that, again, like I said, we're, we're at the beginnings of a process and um, it won't be the only hiccup. There'll be plenty of hiccups, you know. There'll be, um, you yeah, plenty of challenges along the way. Um, it's how we kind of react to that and how we respond to that that's going to be the key. And how much you looking forward to
0: this period? Like, once the window window's over and you know... Oh, OK. That lie, you love it, mate. Come on. Yeah. You know the group you've got and
1: there isn't that uncertainty. To a certain extent, but I, I you know, I still like you know, I think anyone who kind of knows me and the way I build teams, I still like players sort of being on edge. I don't I would hate for anyone to think, okay, we've got through the window, I'm comfortable now, because I certainly won't let anyone feel that way. We've still got a lot to achieve, we've still got a lot to work on, we've still got a lot to push each other on. Uh, the players, you know, whatever group we settle with, there'll be competition within them, you know. As we know, you know, between now and sort of um, New Year, we're obviously out of the the, the cup now, so, you know, we've got just the league to concentrate on and every game's going to be important, so performance in every game's going to be important. I want competition for places, so there'll never be a feeling of comfort within the group, not from myself or anyone else. um, But in terms of maybe the uncertainty around people's futures, maybe that settles them, but... I hate, you know, Like I said, I won't allow anyone to think, OK, well, I'm I'm sitting there for a couple of months and I can just sit back and, and relax. It's it's not the way I kind of work, you know. There'll always be a, a sense of edge around everything we do. Is that
0: a bit of a different challenge for you, obviously, coming from Celtic? You've been competing on multiple fronts this time until
1: January, anyway. There is just the one. Is that something you've got to adapt to as a coach as well? No, it's not the first time in my career, mate, and, you know, ultimately, it doesn't really matter what... what what my process is, thought process through all these things is the same. I want to build a team that, that gives that a platform to be successful in whatever we do. So, through that process, like I said, there's going to be some ups downs. We're going to get, you know, we're going to have some day, not good days, hopefully more good days than bad days. And how we respond to the bad days are going to be just as important as how we do when things are going well. And um, no, it's not unusual. I mean, I've been, you know, wherever I've worked, uh, yeah, Celtic was probably the the unusual one because they're always in every tournament and, and deep in every tournament so you, you, you end up playing sixty games a year irrespective of sort of how you go. So that was probably more unique than this situation.
0: Okay, we'll finish this section with George please. Uh, okay, but-
1: Yeah, no, I've, like I said, I've only been here a couple of months and Hugo's been uh, excellent throughout the whole process. Um, there's no doubt he's had you know, an outstanding uh, career and contribution to this football club. Um, he's been the captain uh, for quite a long time. And, uh, yeah, he's he's been very professional, obviously working with uh, Bertie and the other goalkeepers. Um, you know, he's sort of been helping the others, uh, you know, obviously Vic being the new keeper as well, so... Um, so yeah I have nothing negative to say about him or um, and I wouldn't and even to be honest I'm in no position to do that anyway because I've only literally just walked in the door and he's been here a long time and I, I think when that happens I think you, you allow people to to kind of um, you know be themselves and, and be who they are and not sort of judge that in any way and There's been nothing, like I said, other than sort of him being very, very professional about everything. Yeah, definitely. That's why we sent him out, you know. I mean, I, I thought, yeah, you know, Dame Dane was really good with us um, during pre-season. The reason I kept, held on to him, I mean, there was a lot of interest in him f- right from the beginning, you know, when I got here. But the reason I kept him with us for so long was, he, you know, I was really encouraged with the way he was training and, and, his, and you know, the way he was developing. But there was always going to come a point where, with young players, you, <coughs> you need to decide, you know. And I've always felt after a certain time that the best kind of development for young players is to play. And you have to make a decision: Is he going to play enough for us now to help him continue to to develop and become a you know a first team player for, for this football club, or would it be better off you know going somewhere where? And let's face it: I mean Ipswich, Ipswich are a good side; they play good football. They've started the season well. He's going to have to fight for his position there as well. It's not like he, anything's going to be given. And we know the championships a tough league. So if he can go there, play a significant number of games, you know, perform well. Then I think for us, that's exactly what we want from these kind of, you know, um, loan periods. And then you now come pre season next year, hopefully he's, you know, he's 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 advanced um, where he then becomes, you know, somebody who um, is
0: competing for a first team squad. Okay, we'll end the broadcast section there. and Move on to the embargo section for ten thirty PM tonight. Done.